Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our exciting radio drama podcast. It is the Sunday before Halloween on the big program, and that means we have to have something especially creepy for you, right? And we do. It is a wonderful classic ghost story called... Willard's Woods. It comes from the mind of James Napoli, one of our brilliant writers here at New Frequency. And I know James was inspired by an actual place. There is a real Willard's Woods in Massachusetts near where James grew up. And I know that he told me that was an area where, you know, kids in the neighborhood would often dare people to take the shortcut through Willard's Woods. Undoubtedly, scary stories were told about Willard's Woods, and he let that inspire him. And to this piece, which is about a 20th high school reunion and a man who goes back and is confronted by some frightening details from his past. It stars Gil Glasgow in a wonderful performance, Jeff Ho. The entire New Frequency cast really lent their heart and soul into this one, and I think it had a wonderful classic ghost story effect that I'm really proud of, and I know you're going to enjoy. So let's take you out there to the New Frequency stage for our live presentation of Willard's Woods. Happy Halloween, everyone. New Frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful reaction. In one. New Frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Calling all freaks. You know, many people spend their entire lives trying to run from the past, but sometimes the past can hold a key to unlock a door that you didn't even know you were looking for, such as the case at the following 20th year high school reunion and something terrifying that lies out back in Willard's Woods. This story, like all scary stories, begins innocently enough at my 20th high school reunion. Yeah, everybody still remembers the cheers from the Lexington Minuteman football games, but old rivalries have faded away. The unpopular kids are now lovingly embraced by people that used to throw them against the lockers. My face and the faces of my former classmates still looking about the same, with maybe five more years to go before we can no longer tell each other we don't look our age. <laughs> hey, Dickass, Nate, huh? Yeah. Only two still not married at yeah, our well, you, reunion, hey, huh? you've been married and divorced twice, Paul. Hey, technicality, technicality. Couldn't help overhearing, gentlemen. Oh, I mean, Now, what was that play on words we used to do with your oh, name? Uh, <laughs> I do believe it was Irene Tampon Bella. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you really forgot Paul. Whatever, Irene. The point is you're married now. Yes, you I have am. no business hitting on my friend Nate here. You know, I was just curious, Nate. Was there ever a Ms. Wright in your life in the past 20 years? Area one, Irene. Not even close. How sad. No old sparks with anyone here? Oh, no. Afraid not. Well, listen, Nate fellows, we're all pretty stupid in high school, and we don't say the things that we should say, but for the record, I always thought you were a great guy. I really hope you find someone. Thanks, Irene. Appreciate it. Hey, Paul, what do you say we break from the crowd a little bit, get some air? Yeah, sounds okay with me, Joe. All right. I use a smoke, you know. 
Uh, let's go out this way. Yeah, over here. Uh, over here. Oh, man. Look at the Whoa. old lockers, huh? <laughs> they used to seem so much bigger. Uh, oh, but, um, you know, uh, Nate, the woods are out back at the school. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I just thought maybe you yeah, might Yeah, uh, look, that was a long time ago, huh, Paul? Yeah. Nate, Nate, fellas, Nate, hey, it's me, it's Arnie, uh, hey, Simmons. Uh, don't look now, buddy, but I think your past is about to catch yeah. up with you. Uh, look at the gossip pound, Arnie, there. Hey, <laughs> hey, you remember me, don't you, Nate? Hey, mm. oh, Julie, Julie, now this is the guy that I was telling you about, okay? Um, 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 uh, Nate, I was telling my girlfriend Julie here about your Willard's Woods story, yeah, huh? Yeah, that, that's nice, Arnie. Yeah, come on, come on. I mean, I figure, you know, you put a good scare into her, and she's going to need me to comfort her if you get my drift. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Arnie. Go on, Nate. Why don't you? Tell the Willard Woods story. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. It's great. great. So they asked me to tell my story about Willard's Woods. Well, I'll tell you as I told them. Oh, yeah. They call it a story because they weren't there. It's a story to them. One they can tell their friends about. One that starts out with, hey, this really happened to a friend of mine. Well, this really happened to me, all right? I was eight years old. Like most of us kids, I was afraid of Willard's Woods, the stretch of dense forest that ran from the back of the high school over to the new highway. Something, maybe more than one thing, dwelled in that place. That's what everybody said anyway. And I was pretty sure nothing could ever make me set foot there. Until that night, that October night, you know when it's just starting to get dark early? And my dog, my damn dog Jasper, he got off the leash and he goes barreling into Willard's Woods. Jasper! Jasper! I cried, hoping I'd hear his familiar bark and he'd come slobbering up to me and we could go home. But he didn't. And so I had to walk into Willard's Woods. And the thing was, you could get lost in under a minute in those damn woods. Nothing ever looked familiar. And if you thought you could retrace your steps, well, you'd just end up deeper in. And that's what happened. And then fear set in, like a thin layer of clothing being set on my body by an unseen hand. I was sweating, but I was, I was too afraid to move my hand to wipe the perspiration from my forehead. I felt like if I moved, I'd be seen by whatever was in there, and it would kill me. So I stood there. My mouth was dry. That thin layer of film formed between my lips so that when I parted them, it was as if they'd been glued shut. And I whispered, Jasper! But I knew it was useless, but I didn't know what else to do. And then I heard it. shivered. I suddenly suddenly understood what people meant by a cold chill going up your spine. Please help her. And who, I thought, or maybe even said out loud, although I was probably too frightened to speak. And then, and then I heard the sound of feet trampling on leaves. And they were getting closer. And I stood stock still, a lightning rod for whatever terror was closing in. And then... You're not supposed to to be here. I felt the hands on my throat. But I could barely see the man in the dark woods. And his grip tightened. And I felt consciousness slipping away when... I felt his hot, horrible breath on my face as the life was pushed out of him. He dropped to the ground, dragging me with him. So I squirmed out from underneath him, and I ran, and I ran, and I ran for a long time, what seemed like half an hour. And then, and then, there was Jasper running beside me. Oh, I hugged that dog for all it was worth, and then we went home. And it was two years before I slept the whole night through. Oh, man. Oh, oh jeepers, creepers, Nate. I still can't believe that story. <laughs> you could have been killed. Damn straight he could have. And he didn't even tell you the best part, the punchline. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 come on. What? What the police found the next day. Yeah. It seems a little girl named Emma Jean was found looking for help. 
They find her poor mother dead at the hands of some psycho with a knife hiding out in Willard's woods. And get this. Just as Nate here shows up, she gets the gun off the guy, and before she dies, she shoots him dead. The cops come to question Nate, but he's too scared to remember much. Hey, that woman, she saved your life, Nate. Yes, and Nate saved that little girl's life. Whatever happened to her, Nate? It's not like we were in a big hurry to find out. I guess she and her mom were just passing through. Now, Arnie, why don't you put the capper on the story for your girlfriend? Huh? Oh, sure. no, what, what is this? Well, you know, they say that the mother still haunts Willard's Woods because she didn't live to find out whether or not her daughter was okay. And she is doomed to keep repeating the night she died over and over again until she finds peace. Okay, this is just a little too creepy. Can we please change the subject? Yeah, let's go back in. I use a cocktail. I can tell you, I wanted to change the subject too. Everybody was so caught up in talking about what happened to me that they didn't notice I wasn't saying a word. You know how sometimes, even though you wish things wouldn't go a certain way, they do? And so you have to act whether you want to or not? Well, that's what happened later, after the reunion was over. Paul was drunk. I mean, really drunk. My friend of the last 30 years since we were both kids. So what if he was a bit of a smartass, a total screw-up in his personal life? He was fun to be around, and I loved him like a brother. And I can only think he did what he did because he was so damn drunk. Looky, looky. <laughs> Time to face your demons, Nate. It's been too many years. No, forget it, Paul. Forget it. Willard's Woods is right there. You're not eight years old anymore. Come on. I'll do it with no, you. No, no, no. I'll, I'll do it in the morning, okay, Paul? Oh, that would be near morning. as much fun. No, 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 come on. Paul, 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 no! He was in the woods, suddenly vanished, just like Jasper. Now, I could stand where I was and never go into Willard's Woods again, but I knew he'd never come out no matter how long I waited. So I walked on in. Paul? Paul? There was no response. And then that familiar thin layer of clothing called fear settled onto me again. The sweat and the dry mouth. And then... Imogene. Right in my ear this time. Right next to me. Where is she? Where is my Imogene? And before I could think, I heard the footsteps again. They were getting closer and closer. And then... of him. I sensed his hands grabbing at me like before, but he was there, but but he was not there. And now, even though I heard no gunshot, no sound at all, still the doomed ghost cried out. And then, as suddenly as everything had come upon me, it was over. Or so I thought. Hey, Nate! Oh, gee. Oh, oh, Paul. You okay? Oh. <laughs> What'd I tell you? Where were you? Oh, sorry, buddy. I had to go see a man about a horse. <laughs> I knew you'd be okay. It's actually kind of beautiful in here, isn't it? Nothing happened, right? Right. Nothing at all, bud. This story, like all scary stories, doesn't end just yet. No. There's just a little more. A lot of the local people ask what my mother was doing in Willard's Woods. Well, we were visitors to town, she and me. Imogene, our five-year-old daughter, out on a day trip. We didn't know about those woods, what people said about them. We wanted to have a picnic. And we realized we were lost, and it got dark, and... And, and the man was waiting, waiting to kill us both. I was just five years old when a boy I didn't know came into the woods and distracted my mother's killer long enough so that her little girl could run for help. 
Well, when I got older, I changed my name. I didn't want anyone to remember me as that poor girl. I didn't think I wanted to remember myself that way. But it's... it's funny what life throws in your path. What makes you see there's more to be done. Two years after Nate's reunion, I was behind the counter in my flower shop when a man I didn't know or recognize came in to buy an arrangement for a friend of his, Paul, who was getting married. Well, thanks for your help. It's a terrific bouquet. <laughs> well, congratulations to your friend Paul. Hmm. Uh, do you know the bride-to-be well? Well, her name's Julie. Uh, he stole her from a guy named Arnie. <laughs> That's typical Paul. <laughs> this is his third marriage now. <laughs> oh, but Oh, hey, I'm sorry. That's more information than you wanted. I, I didn't mean to assume my life was that interesting to you. I'm... Oh, on the contrary. I mean, you may notice I started the conversation. Well, yeah, now that you mention it. <laughs> uh, thanks again. What was your name? I'm Patricia. Nice to meet you, Patricia. Perhaps I'll stop in again. Well, uh, next time I need flowers. Uh... Or even if you don't. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, it was only a matter of months before Nate and I knew we'd met the person we were going to spend the rest of our lives with. It took a little longer to find out just what had connected us in the first place. It happened one night, not long ago. I felt safe enough around him at last to tell him about what happened to me when I was little. And how it still hurts. But that you go on living anyway. But by the time I got it all out... I knew he understood more than anyone could. That... That he knew more than anyone else that my real name was Imogene. Well, once we got over the shock, we decided we should probably get married. It was just after that when Nate said... Now we can both go back. Where? Willard's Woods. And I explained to Imogene that her mother still didn't know what happened to her that night that she was haunting Willard's woods until she knew Imogene was safe. And so we went back, and we walked into the woods together. And this time, the fear didn't wrap itself around me. We just stood there waiting, and she arrived. Imogene, my Imogene. I'm all right, Mother. You see? I'm all right. Oh, Imogene. I miss you. But I'm all right. Yes, I can go now. Goodbye. Rest in peace. Goodbye, Imogene. And yes, finally we did feel his presence too. The other of the tomb spirits kept replaying that fateful night of years ago. But this time he didn't throw himself at me. We could feel him hanging back almost as if frightened of us, of the love his violence couldn't prevent. And then he departed, too. And it was Imogene and me, standing together in Willard's Woods. New Frequency. Signing off in three, two... One.